Ah, mm, uh, so welcome, Stefan, to today's episode, to this now moment. I'm super excited to learn more about you, to dive into all the magic that you're doing. So I so appreciate you saying yes and being here with us today. Yeah, thanks so much for the invite. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, super, super cool. So before we dive in and learn more about Stefan and all the things that he's creating in the world, um, let's go ahead and ground in so that we can set up the space for us and then we'll uh, go from there. So wherever you are on this earth plane, just kind of settle in, getting yourself ready to take some breaths together, closing your eyes, allowing yourself to let go of anything that is no longer serving you in this now moment. And when you're ready, inhaling through your nose, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling. experience in your body right here, right now, allowing yourself to release anything that is coming up that is ready to be sent back to the earth with these sound codes that you have listened to. And when you're ready, coming back into your body, allowing yourself to be this new energy, this love, this peace, this joy, this awareness that you are. And when you're ready, gently coming back and opening your eyes. Ah, and here we are. That was great. Beautiful. I'm so I glad. love your voice, by the way. Thank you. It's like all those years of chorus is now like now taking off. It's like, okay, like I did all of that for this now moment to be able to share this, this love. So thank you for that. So good. That. Awesome. Cool. So let's dive into you, into your background, like how everything has kind of unfolded to you and to where you are right now with all the things that you're, you're doing. Cool. So, um, like my earliest memory that I kind of have in relation to my, my stuff I'm into is, uh, I was a little boy at church. Um, uh, it was just a day someone had said something to me and I believe it was something like some kind of impending doom was going to happen eventually and kind of made me feel guilty. And, uh, it kind of like riveted my childhood, I guess, in a pretty intense way. Um, eventually, 
um, I know I kind of wanted just to do what my, my parents thought was best, you know, they took me to church and I wanted to like follow this thing and follow what they said was the truth. And I felt inside of me, like something wasn't right with that. And, um, so I, you know, did the best that I could with trying to please my parents and my, mostly my mom and, uh, ended up like being an altar server in the church and doing all kinds of things. And eventually just realized that it wasn't, didn't feel right. And so I, uh, I walked away from, uh, from that and, uh, kept seeking resolution for this, something that wasn't like right inside myself. Um, in high school, I got into smoking weed and that kind of like changed my mind a little bit about a lot of things. I started able to like kind of see my mental processes a little bit differently, um, started to observe kind of more like what was going on inside my head. Um, eventually I started using psychedelics and that was um, just a deeper insight into the inner workings of my mind. Um, so I started to get a little, feel a little bit better about some things like spiritually. And as far as like, you know, the way to do things as, far as I was traditionally raised kind of found that, uh, you know, there was some other ways to do things that felt better for me. So um, with that, I kind of dove really heavily into psychedelics and um, in a little bit of a, what I come to find out later on was kind of a dangerous way. Uh, sort of took it to the extreme. Um, I was getting so much insight from what I what was I was experiencing that I started to associate the psychedelics and the drugs themselves with the, why I was having the experiences. And, and basically the insight was like coming from me taking the substance. Um, and I believe this to the point where I was actively trying to get more information by taking stuff. And it uh, totally crashed everything out in my life. And I had a pretty crazy experience um, and realized that I was doing more harm than good at that point. Uh, some of the, some of the, I had gotten some gold out of what I was doing, but it was not working out anymore. So it was like a big wake up call, like, yo, uh, this isn't working. <clears throat> you need to do something else. So I, um, I found diet. And I, I realized I can't take drugs. So how can I make myself feel really good, you know, to, uh, you know, continue on in this way of feeling good and like trying to be optimal and, you know, uh, live a good life, you know, not be in trouble, not do things that I didn't want to do. Um, so yeah. Um, from there I got into diet, uh, <clears throat> was raw vegan for three and a half years. And that was kind of like a doorway into, another kind of spirituality for me, um, kind of in the same way as psychedelics were, but it was just a different approach. It was like the wrapping paper was different. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I did that for a really long time and uh, discovered eventually that I wasn't feeling good anymore. So I uh, was messing with fasting a lot. And at the end of one of my fasts and I was praying and I just heard this voice tell me, I had, my son was eating a, a piece of meat and I was just like, just lick the grease off his plate. It was this energy telling me, just stop resisting this, just move forward and see what happens because you're not doing this because you're afraid. So I went through and just licked this grease off my son's plate. And I, when I sat down, I had like relaxed in a way I hadn't felt in years. It was like a much needed physical release. Uh, so I learned that my beliefs maybe were like not quite true. So I, I questioned more and then I went into this keto diet. And then from there, I started cutting out 
other things and just ended up eating meat for a long time. And like basically experimenting with all these different beliefs I had in a sense of this one thing being the right way or, you know, this or life only working a specific type of way. Uh, and, and yeah, so I ended up, uh, um, becoming carnivore for a year and a half and only eating meat and eggs and steak and realized that there was no way to screw yourself up spiritually through your diet. That was a belief that I had. So I proved that totally false by experiencing that it's not true. Um, and yeah, so then after that, I really was starting to see, and, and sometime before that, actually, when I was taking all these psychedelics, that's when it really started was I was seeing that what I believed really made a difference. And what I thought, like what I thought about things totally made a difference in my life, like completely changed my experience by what I thought and believed about everything. Um, so from forward, going forward from uh, the food thing, I uh, was getting a lot of release from all these examining all these beliefs. And I was experimenting in different areas with lots of other things like this. And I decided to try, I had watched a video of someone, uh, basically sometime in this process, I developed this very fundamentalist Christian attitude again, after not having one for a while, um, went more so into the, into like fundamentalist Christianity than my, my heritage was, uh, being Catholic. Um, so I got really strict and dogmatic about a lot of things again, uh, sometime in that process with, with the eating and stuff. So I was like getting out of it and I decided I would experiment with psychedelics again. And I uh, had a, had a ceremony with the frog medicine, Bufo Alvarius. Mm. And that was very much, um, a pretty recent wow point for me when I realized that it was like, I had a, this conversation with myself. That's what the experience was like. It was like this most gentle voice inside of me was just gently, like I would have a thought come up that wasn't was not a good thought really it was making me feel very good and this gentle voice was like wait a minute and it was just show me this other side of it and the thoughts would dissolve so it was like I was connecting with this aspect of myself and uh, I realized that when I prayed to Jesus that it was this exact voice that I was hearing um, so I started to realize that when I would pray I was starting to get answers before I was even asking questions it was like well when i would normally i would say well jesus what do you think about yada 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 and it was like before i'd even ask it was like i immediately had their response and so i i was my beliefs was you know i'm asking for help outside of myself to jesus who's out there and totally proved that wrong and that it's not out there and whatever i'm talking to is in me and found out even more that actually that is me so that voice is my true self. And that's what, what we're, we're all, we're praying to anyways, when, you know, we're asking in the spirit for, for that to come through as Jesus is that symbol for goodness and love and peace in that aspect of you. So that was extremely um, healing for me to realize that that healing voice in myself, what that I was praying outside of myself too, really was in me and it, it is me. And um yeah, from there, I have gotten in, I got into uh, this Miracle Makers group that Brandon Bozart does, and that was great. Before I started that, I had a one-on-one -on -one session with Brandon and uh, got exposed to self-inquiry for the first time, 
which was, I was familiar with anyways, because I had started this process of questioning my mind during like my psychedelic usage and stuff. So it was like a really interesting uh, way to have wrapped that kind of process, the self-inquiry thing. And it was, it's just, uh, to me, I found it like the Bufala Varys experience. It was the same thing. It was like, I was just in the space of totally able to question and look like with a razor through my mind and like, just get so precise about my thoughts and my beliefs and just brought me all of this freedom that I was looking for my entire life from the moment that I think I was told that we were going to die and doom to be worried in church when I was a kid. It was like my life has literally went back to this magical space of being a child and just being so innocent and looking at life from those eyes of me when I first got here where nobody had told me anything. It's just I, I know it for what I know it for, you know, from my spirit within myself and that is what I want to share with everyone else. Cause it's been such medicine for myself. Like how could I not want everyone else to feel that great all the time? Yeah. That's what uh, inspired my, my creative strategies website. Ah, hmm. oh, so first I want to take a moment to honor you for sharing that. Wow. What an amazing journey you have gone through to kind of coming back and forth within yourself, within your thoughts and your beliefs. And, and now the question that's coming through is like these beliefs and thoughts that we have, you know, like just kind of like your process of really understanding. Cause like when you would go to these like extremes, right? Like you would go like raw vegan and then meat and then like all these things, like what have you learned from those experiences of now what thoughts, like I'm sure you probably eat completely differently. And like, so what have your thoughts and beliefs kind of showed you that and what you've created in the, in the now moments? Sure. So a lot of that, I'm still working out and questioning. Like it's just <gasps> definitely a, uh, like, especially with food, <laughs> Um, I don't see, I experimented recently where I, we were eating like takeout Chinese food and stuff, just experimenting. Like, but what happens is you, you feel okay and you do this for a while and like you're thinking you're good. And then you start, I guess, I mean, it comes in my mind, like I'm not feeling good anymore. I'm thinking like, this is a problem. I end up having these thoughts in my head and then I stop doing this thing and then I feel better. So, I mean, it's a matter of me right now trying to figure out like, is it literally just my thoughts? So can I have thoughts like this food is so amazing and it's making me feel absolutely incredible and it's going through it that way and that really being the, the result or is there more to it kind of a thing? Uh, that's definitely actively, I'm working those things out right now. Um, yeah, so I think I think what I have been doing was thinking there's like this one right way or something like that like there's a right choice or something for everybody to make to make life work the way it's supposed to or something like that and the truth of it is as the, it's like infinity like you can't say the right way or or anything because something's gonna no matter if it's the right choice or wrong choice or whatever it's just a choice that's gonna lead somebody to the next point which it's gonna lead them to wherever they're going anyway so I really realized that, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not like I thought it's not like there's this one right answer for everybody to do this thing to, 
to make it all good, I guess it's, it's a much more of a personal, in a lot of ways, it's like a personal kind of a thing about your beliefs and what you think about what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I've recently been kind of, you know, even diving more into my own self-inquiry and what I've been realizing is like, we have like three choices, essentially. We have a choice to say like, yes to this thing, this food, whatever it is. We have a choice to say no. And then we have a choice to not choose at all. You know, like we could literally just be like, you know what, like, this is what I'm doing. And like, I've been um, playing around with my thoughts around food. So I'm a vegan, I'm coming up on four years. And I'm a swimmer. So I'm, a, um, I swim a lot, you know, and so like, there have been these like, thoughts of like, oh, do I need to do this or whatever. And actually, I've gotten out of the thought and more of like, what is this doing for my body and actually like really trying to tap into like, oh, this makes me feel really good. Even if I want to have a pretzel, I'm like, this is really good for me right now. And I'm feeling good. And like, I'm actually noticing changes in my body just based on me being like, this is good, you know? So I really feel like there is a, this thought belief attachment that goes into everyday things, whether it be food. Cause like, there's some people that like, they don't need to eat. Right. Or they don't, they just juice or like whatever, like works for them. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, for sure. I mean, I've done like 38, 39 days fasting and stuff like that. I totally get that. Uh, and, and, um, I think it is, like you say, it's like, you know, we have this belief of, is this right or wrong for me? Who's the me in that thought in the first place. And, and it's like, we're probably already limiting this idea of ourself thinking we're like this, this body thing that, you know, has no, we have to live by all these rules or whatever, but I look at it like we're the whole entire universe, like just having this experience in the body. So if that's the truth we can make it be however we want technically because we, that's what we are. We're, we are everything. So it's just these like limiting beliefs that we get ourselves caught up in, like you were saying. And it's like a, that thought of, ah, this is what I want right now. And saying yes to what you want and what feels good is so it's just powerful. It's like, yes, great. It like ripples out almost. But when you have the thought of like, oh, but it's going to be bad. And then you're like, you get into this other wave of feeling. And like you said, you have the third choice of like just letting the whole thing just kind of coast by like a cloud and not really engaging in it at all. And it is very interesting. Like um, generally what I try to do, if it's fearful one, I will catch it and try to be like, okay, well, what's the opposite of this? Or why am I resisting this at all in the first place? And is it true? Is this actually true? That's, That's basically where I go with it from there. Yeah. And like, I think there is a connection with like feeling it to be true in your body, right? Like there's this, there's this mind body of like that they're one, but like, sometimes we think we're, they're separate, but like, it literally is like, whatever you are thinking about, it now trickles into the body and it literally becomes this manifestation. And so then it becomes this piece of like, well, then how can I get rid of it in the body, but maybe it's not about getting rid of it in the body. Maybe it's about now choosing a new thought to now create a different outcome in the body. Right. Yeah. It's like placebo in medicine. 
I mean, it can like that's that's a perfect explanation for that because what causes that? What causes? I don't know if you're familiar with it, but like it's it's a thing in surgery. There are surgeries that are only placebo surgeries. So it's like I, there's this really big example with this knee surgeon where there was two groups of people. One group they both needed knee surgery. Both of these groups. The first group they did the knee surgery on all the people. The second group they slit a cut in their knee and showed them all a video of a knee surgery, telling them that they had it. The recovery rate was exactly the same in both groups. So it's wow. like, what? Yeah, it's like that. So then I like taking this thought and applying it to the current state of everything, like with this virus and all this stuff going on. And it's like, if that's true for a surgery, I mean, that's like cutting your stuff open. Like a virus isn't like, like that. So, you know, what's the correlation there? Yeah. And, and it's, and what I think this is all kind of creating for us is that I'm learning like the whole purpose of being this like multidimensional being in a human body is to learn. Right. And we learn the most when we're uncomfortable. So like now we're in these spaces of uncomfortable and it's so important to question just like you did your reality of what is this? Because there's so many people that are, are having different realities right now. Like me and you, we may not even look at this virus or this thing happening as something that's happening to us or happening within us. Right. Yeah. Because we're like, Oh, we, we know that we're just carrying on and creating and self self inquiry. And there's so many things that we're doing to allow us to tap into the space of everything that we are. Right. And so the purpose is to help others navigate these, these truths and to help them dive more into themselves so that they can now start that creation of, of self inquiry and really start kind of peeling back the layers and seeing just like what you did in your journey of like, huh, I don't like this. Okay. Let me dive in here. Okay. Let me dive in here. And it's like, all of our journeys are so unique yet so different. And it's all meant to bring us home in the body. Yeah, precisely. Ah, so, so good. And so now what's coming to me is that, so with what you're doing within your own journey and it's allowing you to create a journey for others, is it similar to what kind of you've been doing? Like, how do you navigate someone to coming back home essentially to themselves if they wanted to have a session with you? Yeah. So just getting on a call and um, really what the most important thing is, is the, the person is willing to look inside. Mm. That's really it. Um that's the most important part because I'm not really doing much of anything besides asking questions. Uh, mm. You know, I'm just holding the space and asking the questions and it's that person that's going to come, come to the answers. And it's that willingness from that person. That's really gonna be the medicine for them because they're their medicine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so true. Oh, I love that so much. And, and it's so important, I think right now for, each of us to be 
finding these types of spaces, right? And finding these places where people can be authentic and question and really help us dive into more of ourselves so that we can fine tune and start really living the life that we were meant to be. Because a lot of us are like, there's a lot of people out there that are waiting for like, oh, okay, well, once this this is done. And then, you know, people do this and then, oh, we're going to go back to normal. But what if that, what if we were never normal to begin with? What if all of this was meant for us to come back home and we are the creators of our reality? So I feel like it's so amazing what you're doing to help hold that space for others and create it so that people can feel the just that calling to ask those questions to return to their origin. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Mm. I love that. So good. And so before we wrap up, where can everyone find you so that they can kind of, if they're wanting to dive in with you and create this space and, and all the above, where, where can they find you? So my website is creativestrategies.life. Um, you can there you can book sessions directly with me from there, or you can book um, a discovery call so that we can get on there and just, that's a free call. And we get on there and just see what comes up, see where we're led to go. Um, no, no expectations on that call. You show up however you want. And uh, yeah, just, I would ask willingness to be there to help yourself and, uh, yeah, you can also, I don't have anything on my Instagram, a lot of stuff yet, but it's lava flows three, one, uh, on Instagram. I'm probably going to start using that a little bit more to put some like content and little snippets of stuff on. Mm, I love that. It's exciting. I'm excited for this journey of continuing to evolve as all of us are. We're constantly evolving as we get to help others expand and grow. So I appreciate you and thank you for what you're doing for others and opening yourself up and sharing what it is that you're called to, to do here in this life. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks mm -hmm. for holding this space too. Yes. Interesting. Then you, you asked me to do this interview because uh, it was like, I was, I was like feeling this, making this website now and feeling this desire to want to like tell people that I'm doing this. And I, and I, I was kind of struggling with that and I just decided I'm just going to let that go. And I let it go. And it was like less than 24 hours. You had this message in my inbox, like, Hey, do you want to do this? I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I love it. It is so synchronistic because this is what I am helping others um, create is just that saying yes, because I remember when um, I had a story and I wanted to be on a podcast episode, but I didn't know how to do it or, or what it would look like. And I said that if I wanted to create a podcast, I would create that podcast to help others grow in and be able to share what it is that they've gone through, because I feel like it's so important for each of us to share our stories, because each of our stories can touch someone in a different way that may not have been able to share or touch them if we didn't share it. You know, yeah. so thank you for saying yes. And it's just been an amazing um, experience thus far. Awesome. Thank to you. To be again. continued. And so before we wrap up, let's just close with an ohm so we can all kind of just set this space and um, 
create the downloads and awareness that we are receiving from this, from these messages from both Stefan and I today. So when you're ready, closing your eyes, allowing yourself to just be here now, just to receive. And we're gonna do one inhale and then ohm to close. So when you're ready, inhaling through your nose. Oh. Oh. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, thank you.